Hey, y'all. Sorry for the very, 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 very long break. Um, a lot of things changed in life in terms of the pandemic, uh, the amount of energy I had, the amount of work I was doing. Uh, for those who don't know, like I did write like a short in the DC comic book last year. Um, I also, uh, you know, was trying to pitch and, and do some, some other stuff with them and also gain some other work along with increasing my output of, of reviewing film and television, along with having a day job that unlike most people, I still went to work the entire pandemic. So yeah, this, uh, this podcast took a backseat. But what we have right here is an episode that might sound a little bit dated. And it is, but, you know, I'm putting it on on my platforms, the Patreon and later on the, the regular feed. Uh, I talked with Jamila Rouser about uh, basically catching up and talking about her her journeys in the comics. And at the time, um, the fresh announcement of Wash a Dad Diaries, the um the future graphic novel um shooting off from the one shot comic that should be coming out in twenty twenty two, I believe. Who knows, you know, pandemic threw a lot of things off, but that is what that is the bulk of this episode. I don't wanna try to put out some a few other things I have recorded uh soon as I now have not more time, but a little bit more energy and drive to get some more things back out into the world. So I hope you enjoy this and, you know, hey, whoever hears this, you hopefully you're hearing it from one of the many platforms that I post this on. So with that, talk to you guys soon. Enjoy the episode. about like a girl going through her wash day routine and um and i thought like it was people it wasn't gonna reach a huge audience or like a huge audience wouldn't be interested in it because it was so specific but i didn't really care uh, but that is what sold it because even though it's a very specific thing it's something that millions of like black women go through so it's super relatable to people outside of the comics industry as well and i think that's why it was able to get picked up by so many places because they felt like their readers would be interested in it, even if they don't read comics. And that's what makes me so happy because I want more people to read comics and eventually hopefully make more comics too. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really wild. I feel like, I do feel like mainstream is shifting um, as far as the stories they tell. And I think it's being influenced heavily by like indie comics too. And like what's working well in indie and, and, the pressure to 
to make more, you know, I mean, diverse is used a lot, but like even diverse stories, like not even just the people that are in the comic or behind the scenes, but like the storytelling. Um, but the Y scene is wild, yo. And I feel like they don't talk about it a lot because um, the, the kids comics and Y comics are huge. Like even DC is doing that sort of like that YA like collection of comics that are geared towards, I think, like teen girls. Um and working with like artists who aren't don't do the more um, typical kind of style that's in most of their floppies. Um, so I think it's shifting a bit, um, which I think is great because it just me- makes the industry a lot more interesting. Uh, so like Robin's doing Nubia yeah. um, for DC, and that was because they saw her work for Wash Day. Um, which is so wild. I'm like, yo, I was so happy for her. Um, and it's, it's, and I think that's really important too, is like, even if indie stuff doesn't maybe do the numbers that the mainstream stuff does, like it can lead to really big work and people are seeing it and paying attention. Um, I think that's really important and the influences is a lot further than people may realize. That's, that's actually really good. I never, I don't never know like who's like looking to what now. Since I think mm-hmm. the game has changed to such a degree, and like DC has kind of have this like other lane now that they've really got different people out there. Um, yeah, that's so that's actually I'm that's I'm really that's happy for I'm happy for her. That's what's up. Me too. Yeah, she was very shocked. She's like, my style is so different from what they do, and I'm like, well, that's great. Like, and then I was looking at the other books that are like in the similar vein of what they're doing, and it's a lot of different. Like, they typically have though a like popular author, yeah. like a um and which is, like <laughs> it was a YA author, like yeah, like, like a huge author, author to yeah. bring those like numbers in um which i think is like like it's interesting because like something that i criticize dc for is like when like tanisi coates or roxanne gay get like all this publicity for writing for them it's like you know cool but why do they have to be like best-selling authors to why do the black folks have to be best-selling authors to get like work like that um whereas there's a bunch of other like black writers that they could hire and they don't do that as much. Um, or if they, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like a way that you have to be, have reach to be some sort of, yeah, reach some sort of status in order to be considered. You can't be regular, regular. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, still great, but not, maybe not have the followers of the audience as a Ta-Nehisi Coates does. And have a, a MacArthur, um, a MacArthur Grant. Hello, or... right? like national book awards or like bestsellers and on television every week exactly exactly like i'm like that's cool that's great i want them to eat but like yeah exactly i ain't seen them in the gym training in this comic (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you read comics like and this isn't i don't know if roxanne gay and and tanahisi do but like the other folks like do you read comics um don't know but i mean i'm not reading Rock, uh, Marvel or DC anyway I've been not reading I've been doing like a boycott for years um, but I will break it for Robin when the when Nubia comes out <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's up that's love so like how is it going from being an attending 
an attending person to a convention to now being on that um that wonderful other side where you have a chair and you can like rest <laughs> you have to sell your work like how's that feel because you've been to a couple of different shows you've you've really traveled i've been so i went home. to a lot you of went, shows you last went to year places you you did some passport i was didn't you? i was getting <laughs> stamps yeah like it was interesting because like last year um was sort of like an experimental comic con fest year for me where i was like all right like i got two books out i got a decent amount of merch um and i really wanted to see um what i did what like types of festivals i did well at um to help me understand like where i should go in the future um so this year i'm definitely like chilling the fuck out because i'm like (laughs) i got the time i got the money i need to be like doing stuff so i do like it helped me understand like the cadence as well but also like hmm pop culture like focused festivals no not working for me at all like ain't nobody coming for me unless i got fan art um so that was really interesting like it was it's it wasn't surprising but it was a bummer because like the one that i did that was more pop culture was supercon down here and i really want to do like as many local festivals as i can but like lord have mercy first off that festival is four days long and it is like it's freezing in there it's long hours i was exhausted um so it was hard on my body um and um, I didn't do well. Finance, like I, I just people weren't interested. Um, I think because a lot of folks go there for like thinking about fan art more. Um, so that was a lesson learned. But like places like Black Comic Book Festival, like I will go to every single year. Like I will fly up there for it um, because it's like I I love the crowd and I do well at. Like it makes sense financially for me. TCAF I did well at too, which I was really glad at because. I love TCAF. Like, it's one of my favorite festivals. But, like, being behind the scenes, like, being behind the table is, it's really interesting. Like, this past year, like, I really learned a lot about, I think what was helpful was because I used to attend so many festivals as an attendee that I kind of knew how um, to, like, treat folks who came by the table and understand, like, I knew what I didn't like to feel when I was an attendee. Like, I don't like people trying to, like, pressure or guilt me into buying some of their comics or, like, telling me of, like, five-minute spiel about what the story is about, even if I didn't ask, like, because then I feel guilty that I got to buy it. And, um, you know, just just how to, like, seem approachable and friendly and display my comics and all that kind of stuff. Like, that, being an attendee helped me be a better um, vendor at the at the conventions for sure um, is also very tiring um, as well and it was difficult too like having celiac disease and not being able to eat gluten like I just have to do a lot more research in advance of like what I can eat in the area if I have to bring food myself being wary of like getting chronic migraines like, because I get chronic migraines like uh, just like being really mindful of my like my physical state (laughs) and like being at these places where you have to be on like the entire time and talking and selling and um, standing a lot. Like it's, it's hard on your body and 
maybe it's just because I'm washed now that it's I feel it more <laughs> than you know I would have felt it like if I was in my early twenties. Um, but I I love going to conventions. Like I it's just it feels so good to see people see my work in person and like chat with them and and all that kind of stuff or meet people who had actually heard about me. Um, like I always leave feeling really like charged up. Like I am ready to like make five more comics. Um. So I love it, but I definitely can't do as many as I did last year. I was wilding out. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the most. <laughs> you had a good, you had a nice little tour popping. I sure all did. Over the place. I sure did. <laughs> so all these adventures and all this goodwill, um, how has that affected um, your work? And in, in terms of making new, mm. new comics, uh, is your goal to make a series next or to continue with like one shots of, of, of vignettes of mm, little mm-hmm. little small stories focusing on a limited number of characters and yeah. lifestyles of black and brown women? It, it's interesting. Like it hasn't changed the stories that I want to create. It's only actually made me feel more confident that like w- like what I've done so far has been really true to what I want, like the stories that I wanted to tell. And because pe- it's resonating with folks and I'm able to see that at festivals and hear that online, I feel good about like everything else that I'm going to create, although they are all very similar. Um, but I feel good that I can just kind of keep on doing the ideas that I have, which have been one shots. Um, maybe I don't know, like I ha- I don't have any ideas for like anything like a series yet. Um, there are some that I had that started off as one shot ideas, um, that I think would be really good as a series. Um, so I might hold off on working on that until I think I could kind of get that more developed. One that I think will be like kind of funny. Um, it's like a reality show based, um, comic and because, like, I love real- like reality shows are so messy, and I want to do, like, a really messy comic. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, most of, like, the stuff that I'll have coming out probably over the next two years will be one-shots, but uh, maybe I'll kind of build up my energy for a series and kind of figure out um, financially how that will work. Like, do I want it to be a web series and then turn it into, like, a print book or... Um, yeah, there's lots to figure out there. So far, so though, it'll be some one shots. Um, not too long either. Um, I just don't have the time too, and like, I just have. There's like so many ideas that I already have that I'm like, let me get these out of my system, and then I'll get to a longer one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how how do you go about partnering up with artists? Like, oh, pre pre-established yeah. relationships that you've already had, and then you like, yo, when I got this. Is you, then it's you, then it's you, or are you out here secretly on the low, like, hmm, I like this I'm, person, let me reach out, kinda, let me do some more research. And I'm kind of on the low, to be honest. Like, it's, it's funny, because, like, I follow so many different artists that I love, um, but I really want to try to only work with black and brown women, um, so I, and I... Like, I, it's usually, I see somebody's work, well, with Wash Day specifically, like, it's really interesting, because I was working on the script, and I had my eye out on, like, some folks, and I had my eye out for people who could, who would be a good fit for Wash Day, and I actually didn't know Robin before I saw somebody retweet her art, and it was around the time, like, the Punching Nazi thing was happening, and she retweeted, like, an art, and, or, like, one of her 
uh, pieces and it said like finna punch some nazis and i'm like fuck yeah and then i love the art and i like looked at her work and i just loved like how she drew hair and black women i was like oof, and it was in black and white and i knew wash day was going to be in black and white and i was like oh this looks so fucking good so i started following her and then i like bought her comic and then try to build like a rapport sort of naturally but i was like on a little sneak tip um mm-hmm. just so i didn't like my email wouldn't come out the blue where she's like, who are you? Um, kind of thing. So that's how that worked out. And, um, it was actually, it's been similar with, with Sabby. Like I followed her from the hashtag drawing wall black, uh, Sabby who did wobbledy and I loved her style so much. And I was like, I want to do a comic with her. Um, so that was just like something I kept in my head. And, uh, like I bought some of her prints and would like, you know, just leave comments, all that kind of stuff. So I didn't seem like a stranger popping up in her inbox. Um, but also, so like maybe if she followed me, she would see like, oh, I know some people who follow her. Like she's a credible person um, or at least seems like it, you know? Yeah. So um, I, it's interesting because like the idea for Wobbledy came from literally like back that ass up and the first 10 seconds of that, of that um, song. And um, originally, it wasn't going to be sci-fi. And I was like, well, I really want well, um, I really want to work with Sabby, so maybe she can do this. And if she does this, I want to – I really love her colors and character design. So I made it sci-fi specifically for her because I wanted her to be able to, like, flex on, like, colors and character design and all that kind of stuff and have, like, more fun with it. But I also felt like it just really worked to kind of show, like – twerking is universal and like you know it's the same thing we deal with in our earth it's happening in this other earth um but i also felt like the sci-fi stuff could add to like the comedic elements of the comic as well so i made the comic sci-fi for savvy and then i hope she said yes and then she did so that worked out really (laughs) (laughs) and then um i'm i announced recently that i'm doing a gungun with samantha wade and i had found her work from shortbox because she did um a comic with shortbox and i love her style so i was like following her was like oh my god i love your work so much i wanted and we started chatting about like potential comic ideas and um and yeah, I was like, I'm, I want to do a comic with you. She's like, I'd love to do it with you. So like, I had her in mind. Um, and so when Agun- I started working on a Goon and I knew it was gonna be my next one, I was like, well, Sam's Sam's in the queue. I want to work with her next. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how that's been going. Um, it's been mostly like people that I did not know for very long, uh, which is interesting because I know so many different artists, but. Um, I think it's because, like, the art style I'll see is, like, it's really, like, the style that will excite me and I think, like, could work really well with whatever comic I'm working on. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm. So, with so much of your comics focused, like, narratively on, like, I should, it's not even small, but they're also, like, really rap music uh, inspired because... Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody not, might not get that, like, the characters of, like, in Washington mm-hmm. are inspired by, like, Outcast kids. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Wobbly 3000s is basically, is just, like, taking over for the 99 and 2000. Mm-hmm. And, like, exactly. what, that, 
what that means for an entire generation of women. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, are you still like, are you still mining the music of like your youth and past or mm. has mm. like, has modern music in a sense failed you to not hold up in types of, of inspiring uh, stories and ideas, mm-hmm. much like the the music of the late, the late gold, the shiny suit era, as we technically <laughs> shiny is what suit it is. man, right? <laughs> the shiny suit era, you know, like Word. that's so interesting. Um, you know, it's I would first the quick answer is no, but but maybe in a sense. Um, the I think what you will really end up seeing in the comics easily as far as like names or setting or things like that have like really been inspired by like hip hop and like R&B in the past. Like even with, with Wobbledy 3000, like the setting was heavily inspired by like late nineties, early two thousands, like rap and um, R&B music videos, which were like super futuristic looking Um, and folks like, like Busta and Missy and stuff who I felt like fit easily in that, in that world. Um, and I feel like it's because those things have lived with me for so long. So my like nostalgia and affinity to them are stronger because of that time. So I think those influences are going to be way more obvious, but when it comes to like storytelling, um, a lot of my influences are not just like Missy and Outkast, but also like a lot of my influences, to be honest, are either like mangaka or musicians. Um, so there's like Missy and Outkast, like I really think about when it comes to like being innovative. And um, and like Missy and, and Frank and SZA, I think about how I want to create stories that are this mix of like highbrow, lowbrow sort of storytelling. Like I think Missy does it, I think they all actually do it like really well where the like sonically and production and all that kind of stuff is very like, I I don't even, I don't even know if I would really say highbrow, but like it's on like a different level than the lyrics that they usually accompany, usually accompany those, which I Mm -hmm. love because like, I feel like the lyrics and is, are way more like relatable and down to earth Whereas maybe like the production is on like another plane and I think they mix those like really well. And I find that it's really like Missy, like Frank Ocean is, you know, somebody who I think does really well in SZA. So I think about that because I, that's like the kind of like feeling I want my comics to give and like the stories and, and visuals and stuff. Um, but like Tyler too, I think about and like how he, has evolved so much and like keeps shit super fresh with every album. And like, I never like quite know what to expect from each of his albums. And I, I like that. And I, that like inspires me to keep folks guessing too, like not kind of making the same thing all of the time, Uh, which is, which I feel good about because most of my stories like are not like they're, they're all very different. Um, But usually like, there's always black folks in them. <laughs> that's <laughs> the, that's the, the running theme. Um, but yeah, like I, I think a lot about music when I think about 
creating comics. I think about music for like storytelling and and like vis- visuals a bit and I think about like like Jose manga certain Jose mangaka actually for like um pacing and like space and like how I take up space in comics and stuff and really like I think cuz I love manga art so much like I like to have my comics breathe more um and maybe that's why I don't use I don't like have a ton of dialogue all the time either uh because I like trust the artist and want them to flex and it's yeah and using like showing not telling all the time um just think about feelings you know like what kind of <laughs> vibes do I want my comics to give off <laughs> the vibes the vibes yo <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you're very influenced by uh, Japanese uh, Japanese aesthetics of story, <laughs> and and with manga and a certain types of uh, women women demo women demo manga in terms of what you've been talking about. Do you think that we're at a tipping point where the nature of let's say black black geekdom is at half and half between what we consider geekdom which is like marvel dc maybe some image and american cartoons and it being overrun with like entirely by people whose idea of geekdom is like based upon japanese aesthetics Mm -hmm. like anime Mm -hmm. games uh even like like cute like cute things like from from like your love of Pokemon to even mm-hmm. to like, and you know, there's, there's a certain thing with the rise of like black anime that I personally don't agree with, but in terms of the terminology, but mm, uh, I agree, I know what you mean. Like but, people using like saying this is a manga, but like yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. not a manga. <laughs> to me, that, that gets into the whole idea of like you know appropriation, but like yeah, you're being yeah. hypocritical because because if if a say if a Japanese person has has cornrows, it's like yo appropriation, but like yo you want to steal their whole shit. But that's an entirely different discussion. Yeah, that, that's a whole new yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. like three hours of talking, really. It sure is. <laughs> yeah, I have feelings about that. <laughs> but like clearly, it's a it's a thing. Even from you know the music, even like years ago, we would talk about like all these like southern rappers who would just randomly throw in like anime lines to the point mm-hmm. where like it's not just southern rappers. It's like UK grime artists. It's Sometimes some of the biggest rappers might have like a random, just now I don't even know if it's random anymore. Like there's Dragon Ball Z here, and then it's like mm-hmm. most of the most of the the younger black people that are cosplay, and they're not. They might cosplay as like, you know, like a black Marvel character. They'll do it like a Miles Morales, but for the most part, like we had Megan Thee Stallion cosplaying as Todoroki on on Paper Magazine. Like my wife, my waifu. Like <laughs> this is this is the point we're at. Like yeah. it's yeah. coming to this thing, and then when you, when I look at the comics, even they don't have to like your comic doesn't look like manga. No, but it has the it has the same uh-huh. feel because it's not about it's not even about something what, what we consider manga, which is like punching and yelling. It's like nah, the little quiet stuff or the little offbeat stuff. Yeah. Uh, You've been out. You've been outside a lot more lately than I have. You know, you've been meeting and interacting with way more people. 
So I want to know some of your thoughts on like, it does. Am I getting the feeling right? Is that kind of happening? I think so. Um, and I think it's like, and, and I've noticed, especially when I was like really heavy into doing like straight out of Gotham stuff and like seeing how the references, like I would love to like give all this data because we have like so much data that we tracked and like having charts created to see like how references um, like geek references have changed over the years and like when certain things were introduced like the internet and like YouTube and like what shows were on Adult Swim and when Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon were airing like in the morning like it's like it has changed from like you know maybe a two decades ago or 15 years ago, there's a lot more comic book influence or references in rap. And then now it's really more so, I think there's a lot more anime references and a lot more video game references. And I think folks have more access to those and they're just a lot more mainstream. Like, yo, black people love anime. (laughs) Like Naruto, like I think, which which is really cool too, because like it went from like DBZ being like the thing, Dragon Ball Z and like Sailor Moon to like now it's like, okay, girls, boys and everybody like non-binaries love like Naruto a lot because I think they so many like a whole generation grew up on that. And, um, and I think that led them into all this other anime as well, which I love because like I love anime. I'm pretty much a weeb. So um, (laughs) (laughs) like, I kind of rock with those folks more a little bit than the other geek side, I think, because the fandom the the fandoms are the way they act are a bit different um but yeah i do think it's the landscape of geekdom is changing a lot and i think it's just we have more access to it way more way more ways to stream anime um versus like <laughs> getting v- vhs's at some shop and like or watching like four parts of a show on somebody's YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's Crunchyroll, there's Verve, there's Netflix now, which has like way more anime. Hulu, which has always had like a ton of anime. So I think that's why it's changing and I think like the cool hip hop folks are talking about it, which makes other people be like, Ooh, like what's this about? Megan the Stallion, like loves anime, like let me see who this Todoroki boy is. Um I think that helps as well, um, like, increase that sort of demographic of fans. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. When I saw, like, I think I sent it to the to the group chat we have when she mm-hmm. was Pharrell and she had, like, a random-ass, like, Naruto shirt on. I'm like, yes. oh, she just be wearing it. And then, like, uh, Michael B. Jordan, he just he put out a Naruto line with Coach. And it's like, wait, where? Yep. what is, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like... I feel that makes me even feel like double old because it's like, it's like <laughs> the stuff where it's like, oh, when the hell did we when the hell did we overcome and how nobody told me? Like, when did we overcome? <laughs> like, when, like, did, when did we become like popular and not like oh weird anime kind of thing? Yeah, I I don't I think by force, <laughs> like, by like yo, um, we still like this shit. I don't care if you don't. And then eventually people just like let us be or watch it and I was like, yo, this is pretty dope. Um, I mean, trust, there's tons of trash anime out there, but weird, is weird stuff out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love anime. I can talk about it all day. 
what's it like uh, what's it like speaking to people about comics and about making comics and being asked questions mm-hmm. much like this but in terms of like being on a panel or like have you had any instances of people coming up to you asking you for advice or saying Ooh. how they look up to you or something like yeah it had to yeah. happen by now I have had a lot of people ask me questions and like ask me for advice and I've had some calls with people like that I don't know from Adam <laughs> um, to help them with like Kickstarter and stuff like that and um, I am always like super grateful and I always like preface it by saying this is my experience I am not an expert and but this is like what's worked for me and this is what I recommend especially when it comes to like writers working with artists because there's um a lot that is involved with being like a writer working with an artist a lot of and somebody who's like doing a kickstarter like there's a lot of organization you have to be organized you have to do your research you have to be professional um you have to pay your artists like i don't i was on a panel once actually with this guy from down here some some um comic creator down here who's an artist actually or cartoonist by the way and he literally on the panel just me and him like suggested to people to like like hire artists and not pay them and like he he literally did the like pay them an exposure and it's like yeah like if they aren't as popular as you you know you can give them more like visibility instead of paying them and I was like excuse me um (laughs) no like that's wrong you should always pay your artists if you can't afford an artist you should look for ways that you can raise funds to pay them um you know maybe do a kickstarter before the comic is has been created kind of thing and I was just like are you fucking kidding me like is this for real um but yeah, like I feel good. Like I'm always like I love helping people and I want to have people make more comics. Um even, you know, and like make people and I always like telling the story of like, yo, Wash Day took so long for me to write because I thought it was trash. I thought I was trash. <laughs> like I had to fight myself and my like self-esteem in order to get it finished. And um there's just a lot of fear and it was just like, yo, at one point you just got to be like fuck it. Like it's going to be your first work. It's not going to be perfect. You just do it. Do your best learn from it and keep making more and keep doing the same thing learning from that experience and keep getting better and better like don't worry about being perfect and don't compare yourself to others um it's hard it's easier said than done um but I love giving advice like there's just a lot I think too because like I've been in the community for so long and I come from like the blogging background and I work in social media and now I work in like online communities so when it comes to like communications and marketing um, I have like a lot of experience in that anyway, and that's helped me a lot. Um, and I'm a very like organized person too. So, and I know that's helped like my artists that I've worked with, um, make their lives easier. Cause I'm like, you're, what you're doing is way harder <laughs> than what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Not that what I do isn't easy, but it's definitely like not going to take as long. It's not as physically intensive. I can't draw for shit. Um, although I could probably make a comic. Maybe if I was like a white boy and I couldn't draw, people would buy my comic. Um, mm, the shade. The but shade uh, I've been to enough <laughs> indie conventions to, <laughs> to, to feel that I'd be like, huh. Uh, but yeah, no, I love art too much to ever put anybody through that, what I what I would draw. Um, although I have shared some of like my really shitty thumbnails, <laughs> which are just like, this is supposed to be a hand. You may not realize <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, like I, I really love like sharing 
info and help and stuff. And I have a lot of anxiety about public speaking, but I've done it so much that I have gotten a lot more comfortable with it. And I tell myself, like, I don't have to be an expert in publishing or comic book creating. Like, I am an expert in myself. Like, as long as I'm just telling what I know and, like, and being sure of myself in that case, like, I'm fine. It's not like somebody's quizzing me about, like, thermodynamics. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just talking about my own experience, and that's good enough. So don't, like, I, like, don't worry about saying the wrong thing. Um, And that's kind of what's gotten me through all the panels that I've done over the years. Do you feel it has gotten... uh... Do you feel it's gotten any has gotten a little bit better for black women in, in, in comics? I don't I don't know what better means, but um a little bit more like, open. Like a little bit um in terms of, you know, making stuff, being out there. Yeah, I think I mean I think like progress in like maybe all aspects of of media, like there's always progress, I think, every year in a certain way. Um, I, but yeah, it's one of those things where like, we have such a long way to go. Um, but any sort of progress is good. Um, I think what has helped is people slowly realizing the fucking buying power of black women and black people. Um, and I think for the people who need convincing that it's financially like a good, um, a good idea to invest in like a black woman creating comics. They see like, Oh, black people buy shit. Like, cause, cause there's always those like white men who need, they're motivated by money, not by like what's right. So that has helped. I think, um, cause listen, like when I tell you like the black comic book festival, I do the best at it is because black people love buying shit and they love buying shit from black people. Um, like we all, you know how it is. Like it's like black owned business, like supporting each other, like that is there. But I think there's also like, like, you know what? I think about that and I think about, um, that skit from the black lady sketch show. I don't know if you saw that season, but when they go to the restaurant and they go to, like, this black-owned restaurant, and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're supporting this black-owned restaurant. But it's, like, the service is the worst. Yeah, it, is, <laughs> it, is, the it service, was rubbish. It was rubbish. The service it was funny. awful, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. And, like, I find it ha- Like, I'm, I'm sure we've all had experiences like that, but, like, we're doing it out of love. And I want to be one of those folks that they can support, but the service isn't terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, you know, um, so what's your plans for the future? Like, do you, do you want to grow beyond, do you want to, do, would you want to get somebody to call you and be like, hey, we want you to write this, uh, this YA novel or are you open to doing like other things if it, if it pops off, if it happens, if you get the opportunity? I am open to money. Um, yeah, (laughs) I'm, I'm open to, like, I think it would take a lot for me to be open to writing a story that is pitched to me. Like, like some publisher saying like, Hey, we want you to write this specific story. And I'd be like, if it's not something that's for me, then I'm 
not going to do it. Like if it's not my brand, as folks say. Um, but I'm definitely down for working for larger publishers and telling stories that I already want to tell um, for sure. And I'm going to keep doing my own thing as well and and um, hope that that happens. <laughs> like like for like I I'm not interested in writing for like Marvel and DC, but if the check's big enough, you know, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably take over. Be like, they're dollars probably like, don't worry, girl, we're not calling you. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You're um, right. We'll we'll quote this later you know in like five years and something happens. I'll be like, was the bag fat though? That's what I'm You're gonna have to know it was because I have a full time job, so I ain't got the time to be saying yes to things that I'm not interested in, <laughs> or that, that where the bag ain't big enough. <laughs> Are you done with blogging? Are you done with talking I sure about? I am. <laughs> sure am. <laughs> it's like I think um, you know it. It did what I wanted it to do, and I slowly just started to. It like birthed so much that I've created. Like it birthed Key Girl Brunch and Straight Outta Gotham and helped me get the confidence and inspiration to write comics. So like it is, you know, R.I.P. Girl Gone Geek, but I ain't blogging no more. I just can't imagine. I don't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have the time. Not unless somebody pays me. <laughs> so I know that you don't have a bunch of time today, but I want to ask you mm-hmm. what what, what in the early 2020 what is what is the jams that are getting you through Ooh. right mm. now oh my god you know who i've been obsessed with recently um bad bunny i love me some bad bunny i don't know what he's saying but because <laughs> <laughs> even though i'm puerto rican dominican i do not speak spanish um but i fucking love bad bunny um so i've been listening to like vete from him and what else? Just like all of his greatest hits. Um, Vete and Galita. Uh, I love J Balvin too. And I like their like joint album together, Oasis. Um, and I live in Miami too. So I hear this shit like all mm-hmm. the time. Um, new stuff though. Like I, to be honest, like I did listen to the new Lil Wayne and I loved it. It like, gave me so much energy like from the first listen but it is very exhausting because it's like he is rapping <laughs> on, yeah. like throughout you know what I mean it's not like oh I could just vibe to this like you know shit is intense and it's long so <laughs> I don't listen to it often and I don't think I make like I, I think I come back from maybe like specific songs or a specific time but like the most r- recent stuff that I really fuck with are like, I mean, not it's not new no more, but I love the shit out of Igor um, and um, Stokely from Ski Mask, which is still not new. But, like, I played a hole through those. <laughs> I streamed the whole, a hole through those fucking song of those albums. Um, and Megan Thee Stallion, of course. Um, Cash shit, like, I still come back to all the time. Like, I was like, one. <laughs> of the last two years and it probably will be um hmm yeah I don't I haven't been listening to like anything new that I keep kind of going back to my tried and true like I love me some young thug I actually like just listened to barter six recently again because it's one of my favorite albums um 
it's like oh oh it's so good um mm, i'm probably forgetting like things but those did, are did you like tyler's I speech to my mixes oh yeah i did um and like, like, him like the about... ghetto thing being ghettoized in the, in the industry or whatever like i thought it was interesting uh, it was i always appreciate him for speaking his mind um and like not being a filtered artist um but i do get it because like when you listen to igor it doesn't sound like i feel like igor makes more sense in pop music but they won't put him in pop because he's black um and i think they probably do that with a lot of folks that should belong in maybe other categories or that are very like genre bending that they don't know what to do but they're like "Mm, it's a nigga let's put him with the others so i get his frustration there but i also feel like if he was in maybe pop he wouldn't have won because he's black <laughs> and they're like, like yeah. girls are, you know, doing numbers more or more popular. Cause it's like, it's really interesting with him too. Cause he doesn't really get played on radios. Um, but his fan base is strong. Um, and I find that he's one of the most interesting and innovative, like voices in hip hop that we have now. Um, so yeah, I liked, I liked his speech. I was really happy that he won because I really liked Igor and I did not realize he did not win a Grammy yet. So good for him. Yeah. Good for him. What have you been listening to? Uh, you know me, (laughs) I try to spend them Fridays and I listen to a whole, ah, man, that's, that's even like hard to say. Like what, what did I listen to last on Friday, there's a, there's a, you know how many songs came out on Friday? I wanted to like hit y'all like a gang of songs came out. Like I did listen to the new Denzel Curry, which I liked a lot. See, I um, listen to that. Like Brent Fires had a song out. I'm trying to learn about this Pop Smoke kid. I like his um, voice a lot. I'm really into voices in rap, like interesting voices, and I like his voice a lot. And I dug his album. It was, um, it was yeah, it was okay. Like it was like it wasn't like yo this shit is fire but like I I think he's somebody I'd be into because he sounds cool. <laughs> yeah 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 he, yeah like oh. I'm I'm just getting used to him so I'm like I yeah. like, I just know he been bubbling up so I'm like all right I can't be I can't be super watched I gotta only be like kind of watched so I gotta kind of gotta know some new people I've been yeah. listening to Doja's Hot Pink a lot I think it's a really strong album. Um, Her melody like, game is crazy. It's like it's so good. I really like that, and um, I love me some Rico Nasty too. So I listen to like I come back to her songs a lot when I want to like rage. <laughs> yeah, her songs are really like belligerent. Like, yeah, belligerent I fucking love. Rap. I want like to like her in concert, like just mosh with some some other girls, because I because I go to a lot of concerts that mosh pits end up happening to, and because. The rappers I like, white boys love them. So, <laughs> like Tyler and like. Oh, that's so interesting. To me. Anybody? I don't know. Why? It's just, it's like so interesting the type of like white boys who like the different types of rappers. There's the ones who are like so into lyricism, and then there's the ones who love to rage. And yeah, so I want to go to a Rico concert and fucking rage because <laughs> then maybe I won't end up as with as much bruises, or at least it was like. A girl who gave me a bruise and not you know, dude. <laughs> not a white boy. I'm listening to her a lot. She's gonna be. She's been putting out a lot of songs like each and other, every other week or so. Like, 
Yeah. The new streaming era of just we just gonna drip out music and then randomly it'll become a project. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> like, there's not even albums no more. Like I'm not even calling an album like nah, it's a project. Like no one buys music anymore. No one even downloads music anymore. That's where we got to the point where like I don't know people, don't even, people don't even steal it no more. <laughs> no, like, there's for what? For what? You don't need to. Yeah, it's so wild, but like, you know, I'm trying to update my nice little playlist. You know, you go if people go back to it, they'll see like, oh, there's new songs here. Like, yeah, like I do that. So Friday morning, I was just listening to music to get it out of the way. Like, it's like work, but good work. It's like breakfast or something. Like, I gotta, you know, mm-hmm. I gotta eat my my cereal. So let me get this out here. <laughs> oh, I like recently discovered, not discovered, but like recently finally listened to Baby Mother, and I fucking. I fucking live like Baby perfect mother is the shit. So good. I was like, what? What is wrong with me? Like, why did it take me? Baby mother's like got that slow flow, like a currency or, or freaking Devin the dude, and just be like, yeah, like wow, like uh, you kind of like hit back, like oh, this is this might be too real, like right, oh. like I'm like damn, bro, <laughs> shit, it's like, good. It's like the whole hood just pop up around you, like, oh, <laughs> dang, what did I get in this neighborhood? <laughs> just transports you to a different place. It's like, oh, yeah, no wonder she ain't blow up yet, because some of y'all ain't ready for this. This is too real. <laughs> it's one of those, like, y'all ain't ready for this discussion. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn. Like, whoa. Like, yeah, baby mother, I'm glad people... People started to catch. Uh, I first heard like a couple years back. Like I was like, ooh, like ooh, damn. She and I was like, well, I wonder. No people ain't talking about her. That's interesting. Like oh, okay. I know. Alright, it'll happen people eventually. People like me who took forever. Or I'm like, <laughs> let me listen to this person. Let me. And I was like, oh shit, my life is different now. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties. Right? <laughs> Just one big technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Please <laughs> okay, I'm good now. Alright. So first things first, I want to say congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> the last time we spoke, which for listeners will be like seconds. Um, yeah, yeah, for real. We were just talking about, you know, you going out and selling the comic and writing and writing the two single issues, but since then, not only have you gotten like a deal and an agent, you get to write a graphic novel based on Wash Day. Um, mm-hmm. How does it, how does that all feel? Like, what was that? What what's the story? You, as much as you can tell, yeah, about I, taking I, Wash Day from a single issue into getting a whole graphic novel. 
Listen, it was completely unexpected, unplanned. I was not trying to. I was just happy with Wash Day doing, you know, being its its mini comic. Um, but a editor from Chronicle Books approached me and Robin, and basically that they had seen Wash Day and they wanted to make it into a graphic novel, and they loved it so much. And I was like, I thought it was spam. <laughs> Like, I didn't believe it. I was like, oh, this is a scam. Like, I remember, like, I glanced at the email. I was like, this is probably bullshit. And then later, I read it on a computer, and I'm like, wait. Like, did some Googles. I was like, oh, this is legit. (laughs) And I was like, Robin. And then just, like, screaming into, like, WhatsApp voice messages to Robin, like, back and forth. Like, what is this? Um, It was so exciting. And our editor is a black woman, too, which made me so happy. Um. It's, I just didn't, it's funny because like I did watch it independently because I didn't want to feel like having a publisher like make me not make it as black as I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. I just wanted free reign. And so um, I just assumed publishers weren't going to be into this, but they have and I've been able to make it as black as I want. And it makes me so, so happy. Oh man, that sounds that sounds a lot of fun. So, how long is this graphic novel going to be? Like, how much how much space oh, did they give you? How many pages is it? Let's see, because it started at one page at one page count, and then it got a little bigger. It's under two hundred. Um, but yeah, it's between like I think it's like one fifty, um, and maybe like one eighty ish. What? So this is this project was I have not done a really long comic before like the longest one I did was the script I did was 32 pages but that comic isn't out yet and so I was like oh wow like this is an amazing opportunity but I didn't feel that I had enough like comic growth to do a whole graphic novel um so I'm like all right how can I make this make me work how can this work for me um also wash day was just supposed to be a one and done and so i didn't want to i had to figure out like how am i going to make this story work as a long story um i didn't want to really change wash day itself a lot so that's when i came up with the idea of um short stories based off of a friend group basically Mm -hmm. so it's Kim Cookie and then two other friends that are in their friend group that she'll meet and they all have their own stories um, plus a group story and so I was able to focus on different parts of like black hair um, in ways that I didn't get to do with Wash Day which is really exciting and I felt more confident that like okay I know how to do these mini comics so I can I felt like more confident as a writer because this writing process boy it's like one minute I'm like this is the best thing ever and the next I'm like this is straight up trash (laughs) and plus the like pandemic depression and anxiety going on it was rough but it was still one of the shining parts of these last couple months has been like I'm working on something for black women by black women and that just keeps me going basically so in a lot of ways, it's like, um, to use a manga example, it's like Wash Day was your one shot. Yo, right? And then <laughs> you're true. like, oh, they want to make this into a thing? So now you got to like make Let me it figure longer. This out. Yeah. <laughs> like there's all these extra characters and stuff you got to yeah. make. 
Yeah, totally. And it was, it was really funny because there were, like, some of the characters existed in the original script of Wash Day that just, like, or the original drafts that just never made the cut. And so some of them already existed in my head. Um, so I was really excited to also bring out, like, different, like, like I a lot of the friends are, like, culminations of, like, my friends and myself. Um, so I was really happy to show, like, different sides of personalities and, and like, the main thing is hair and, and friendship and sisterhood, um, which are things that I care deeply about. So it was a lot of fun. Um, it was definitely challenging, <laughs> but it was fun. And I am really excited to see what Robin does with the art. And it's going to be in color. Mm-hmm. We're doing color. That's Which is wild, because yeah. I'm not really, like, a color person that much. Like, I love manga so much, so I just kind of dream comics in black and white, and Wash Day was in black and white, and I wanted it to be. Um, so it's been really wild to see it transform into color, and, like, oh, shit, like, look at Kim with color. Like, this is <laughs> it's really wild. Like, this works, and it makes sense, and it's beautiful. And um, I love Robin. I'm so, so happy to work with her again. She's amazing and we became such good friends because of wash day so it's been truly a journey truly you got a good collaborator so she's already started drawing it huh because she's she's popping a little bit more now too since yeah she got, mm-hmm. yeah she got a dc graphic young age graphic yeah. novel coming out i'm so, so excited for her. you guys trying to take over for the for the two the 2020. So yeah, like um so you talk about a little bit just like the, the growth or the opportunity mm-hmm. from going from like writing or thinking about things in shorts to going mm-hmm. long form. Is that you know, how much of that is 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 your confidence level versus mm. your skill? Did, was there a lot of stuff like your editor had to help you on, or was it a lot of it just because like I never did this before? Yeah, it, yeah. It a lot of it was like um, I wanted to make sure I felt that I could do it, and I hadn't done a full like graphic novel like that um, before, and I didn't want to test things out for the first time (laughs) with this kind of deal so and I've also just only been thinking in short stories for comics like all of the ideas that I have like none are long form at all so my brain just isn't even there yet when it comes to storytelling like I have a lot of short stories that I want to tell so I just was like well just do that girl like (laughs) this is your this is your decision like make it work for you so there's definitely the fear of it um but I was like I would rather um and I've never worked under a deadline like this and so I was trying to make it as manageable for me as possible with like working full-time um and having chronic pain and illnesses like there's so much on my plate so I wanted to make this project like feel authentic um but also feel that I could do it um And that worked. Also, like, I just really didn't want to do anything else to wash day itself. So that was a really good way of me preserving it without feeling like, um, like changing its original, like what I originally wanted it to be. Um, It still is. So wash day is going to be one of the stories in addition to four other new ones. Um, So, yeah, so that really worked out for me. I'm really happy with with that. Next time, maybe I'll do. A, I'll do. I'll be a bigger girl and uh, do a 
a bigger comic, but I don't know. This was months, months and months of work. So I need a break. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, because you're still out here hustling with the with the day I job sure. like the rest of us. I sure am. You know, um, that can. How how are you? How is that holding up? Working on comics, working on new projects, working to work, and then like y'all can't really live the house, leave the house, and y'all out there in in Florida, and Florida mm-hmm. be tripping. Florida stay tripping. Um, I had to. It's just my weekends were writing after work. A lot of the time was spent writing. Um, something that I did because I really love um, data a lot, and uh, I wanted to be better prepared next time for uh, like better, um, more realistic deadlines that I could set for myself. So if I get another like book deal, I can accurately say like, yes, I can finish this book within a year or six months because I've done it before and I know how I can manage my time. So I literally use like insight timer, this or not insight timer. That's a meditation one toggle um, to time myself um, to see like whenever I was working on the script, I would just, put the timer on to see how long it actually took me to work on this whole graphic novel. How long did it take me to work on each story? Um, I haven't looked at the data yet, but I'm definitely going to be making some graphs, maybe some pivot tables. Like I'm just so interested in it. Uh, It's just a personal thing, but it was really time management. Um, It was, it was a struggle though, because I still have like a lot of chronic pain. So there was just times where I had to tell myself like rest, you, you shouldn't, I would literally be looking at the screen and the words were blurry. And I'm like, girl, go to bed. Like yeah. <laughs> your my head was like just in so much pain. So it was a lot of time management, giving myself breaks. Um, but because we just didn't leave the house that much either, I didn't have the pressure of like, should I go out and party? Well, not really party because I'm washed, but like, <laughs> should I go outside? <laughs> <laughs> or should I say it and write this comic? So I didn't have those that temptation, which helped, but the depression of the pandemic did not help. So it wasn't like, oh my God, yes, I'm just home all day. Now I can just write. It's like, nah, girl, you are your your brain and body are exhausted from just going through what life is like in this country. Um, so yeah, lots of hours spent it was just work and writing that's all that's what my life was for months <laughs> which is why now we're talking because I was like I was just hyper focused like I can't do anything but finish this I didn't the weight of that um was a lot and yeah deadlines not a fan they're necessary but uh with so much going on it was there's a lot of anxiety that was there did they was it a accelerated timetable for for this book let me tell you i'm such a baby here so um well let me see i don't know what i could really talk about well we got the the deadline extended i'll just say that um they were they work really well with me and um were able to yeah we are able to extend our deadline so the original release date was going to be fall 2021 but now it's spring 2022 so i was really concerned making sure robin had enough time to do the art um because it's like the later i am the less time she has so Mm -hmm. that was one of my biggest concerns um but so that was i've kind of how i work in comics is almost always putting the artist first like i'm always like well I want to make sure Robin is getting paid well. I want to make sure she has the time and doesn't have, you know, stress to 
color and, and ink and letter and all that kind of stuff, this comic. So they pushed it back and I'm very happy. Also COVID happened. So that worked out well for us. <laughs> like yeah. as well as like, no well, we don't, yeah, we don't want this to come out earlier if we can, if we can manage sticks. I'm not 20. What is it? 2021. I don't think I'm going to be out in these streets. We'll see what this vaccine is looking like, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Things can get better. Things can get better in 20, 2021. I have, yeah. I have, um, I don't know if optimism is the right, mm. is the right thing, but you know, mm. I, I listen to like, you know, the smarty art people, you know what I'm saying? They're like, yo, 2021, we're going to have it out here. And I know there's a lot of people saying like, they're not going to get the vaccine because of America and the, the history of America. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yo, I ain't never had the measles. I ain't never had TB. I ain't have a lot of stuff because I got them shots way early when I was yep. a baby. So yep. me and vaccines is Gucci. <laughs> yeah. Flu vaccine. I'm about to get that sucker. I've never got that before. No. I Yeah. I'm thinking I might go ahead and do it this time because of everything going on. <laughs> Yo, no, right? Mine as well. Mine as well because it is... It's wild out here. Like, I don't even know what next week holds for us. <laughs> Yo, people be outside. Like, I don't understand it. I walked outside to go get something. I'm, I got gloves on. I got a mask on. And people just outside because it's nice. And, they just, and it's not just it's not just white people. I know there's a lot of things. It's like there's a lot of our people out there just <laughs> don't care. cruising. Cruising yeah. in the whip with, the, with yeah. the system blaring. Like, oh, like, y'all don't. With the COVID in the air. Like, y'all, and then y'all, y'all ain't got no mask? Oh, man, let me go back in the house, man. Let me get back and DeSantis, our, our governor here, uh, opened shit up, buzzed it wide open for COVID, and everybody's out at these bars and restaurants at full capacity, and he removed the ability for, um, I think, like, counties to implement fines on people. So it's just like before covid um, people don't care, and I am just in this house all the time, all of the time. It's driving me up the wall, <laughs> and I'm a homebody. But it is like at this point, just and you know what? It's it's been interesting too. Now that I just finished the script, I have like more time on my hands, but I can't go out and do anything. So I'm like, and I'm finally like up for air, and I still can't. I just gotta stay in this house. Um, we'll go walk in the park and stuff, um, and visit like my family, but that's pretty much it. I just say it's time for you and Jamar to go ahead and invest in that next generation of gaming in a month. Yo, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't know when we're going to get the, the PS5, um, maybe a Christmas situation. I'm already pre-ordered. Um, yeah, maybe I'm, a Christmas I'm trying to get both actually. So I'm, I'm trying to get both. <laughs> I'm going ham. I'm trying to live like a rich person. Um, <laughs> is, I mean, you're going to be home all the time. Shoot. Yeah. yeah. Get, get your entertainment set up right. So you you uh, mentioned that you did, you worked on another project like in between that was your longest, like 32 pages. Can you talk oh, about yeah. that one? That yeah, well, this is a Goon Goon, which is coming out. Um, I announced that a couple months ago. Um, I'm working on that with Samantha Wade, um, artist, and then Jam is Jay Michaelina's um, 
the editor for this one. And because of COVID, we just kind of put production and art on halt on hold because there's no reason to to rush this if we're all going through it. Um, so hopefully next year. I mean, I expect it to be next year. Um, but I'm excited about that one. That one's like, I mean, I feel like a lot of the comics that I do. Um, outside of like wash day diaries, which is just like an extension of wash day are really different. Um, and I've thought about like, should I stay in a, the same sort of genre? Uh, will, will the, will readers be confused and not know what to expect from me? But I was just like, I don't care. These are the stories that I want to tell. <laughs> um, somebody will like it. And if not, I like it. And so that's fine. Um, but a gungun, I, don't want to give too much away yet, but it's about, um, like ancestry and belonging. And, um, that's, that's what I'll say is very personal. Okay. That's for sure. Okay. We look forward to that. Yeah. So in between all this work and you talking about your chronic, uh, illness, mm-hmm. what are you, what are you doing to make sure you get rest and, and, and relaxation? Like, what are you like? Comments can be hard. Making mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So what are you what are you doing to I guess you know recharge your batteries and maybe even like recharge your idea batteries like are, mm-hmm. are there things you watching and reading yeah. and, and listening to that's like or you're even getting into like new new genres that's like you didn't have time to before but being in the house all the time mm-hmm. gives people a lot of reasons to explore. Yeah. Um I have been watching a lot of TV. I mean, I'm a big TV person, so that's just kind of part of my life, like, growing up. Um, But recently, especially with writing Wash Day, I, um, there, well, there are certain, like, shows that are really similar in storytelling that I like. Um, So, like, I May Destroy You uh, was such a, oh, my God, phenomenal powerful, intense, like gut-wrenching show. Um, that was amazing and such an experience. But what else? Oh, P-Valley. I just started P-Valley. Mm, it, it, so, it is so good. I yes. think I've watched through two episodes or three episodes. I, me and Jamar in awe. Like, it is phenomenally written the characters like i don't know who i like the most like everybody's so good except i don't like old girl's mom she's trash but that's the point yeah yeah she's like mercedes mom mercedes mom yeah she's trash but everybody like oh my uncle uncle what's his name uncle clifford like accountant like everybody's oh it's so good i love it so much um and it's just like so country too um so p valley and um Betty was really, um, Betty is the show on HBO. I think it's on HBO Max. Yeah, it's HBO, um, HBO Max. Skater yeah. Girls in New York. And that was really great to watch while I was, while I was writing Watch Day because it was a like very slice of life. Um, these girls in New York like who love skateboarding and seeing what their like, life and the dramas that are going on there. And it was like, it just made me feel really good that uh, like stories that I were creating um, were also there are also similar ones that are out there because um, I could easily see that being like a slice of life comic because um, I love me some slice of life woke oh my gosh um, I thought woke was so funny yeah. um, 
Keith Knight's Woke. Like, I was not expecting it to be that funny. I thought it'd be, like, you know, regular, like, decent show. But I was really, um, I was really impressed. Um, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun to watch. Music inspires me a lot, too, um, in interesting ways. Like, even with, like, I was obsessed with, and still am, Pray for Paris um, and, like, West Side Gun. And even the inspiration I get from that isn't like, oh, I want to create a character like West Side Gun. It's like, oh, I want to create a character who is in love with niggas like West Side Gun. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I, like, a girl that got, like, a bullet wound because she just loves thug niggas and just gets caught up in the mix. Like, I want one of those. Like, that's, that's the inspiration that I get from, from that. Um, lots of, just trying to consume a lot of black shit, too. <laughs> Um, especially in these times, just like, ugh, it's what fills me, which, oh, I recently watched, um, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I still need to that. That was so like good. It just seems so, so I, it seems like it's so much going on with it. It's like, I don't have the, uh, it's hard for me to have not, I shouldn't say patience, but the bandwidth mm-hmm. to watch mm-hmm. sometimes things for like, that I don't have to review currently. <laughs> so it's just like, I'm watching what I got to review and the little stuff I enjoy, like wrestling. Oh, yeah, and yeah. It's like, nah, I got to go work on stuff. Like, I'm always grinding. And, you know, I still go to work every day. So for me, things are a little yeah, bit different. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you go into the office. Yep. Is your office still empty? Yep. Or, wow. It's about to be well, empty for a long time. Yeah, yeah, my company works from home too. I don't know when they're. I mean, I'm. I've always worked remote for this company, thankfully. But it's gonna be a while, thankfully, that they before they send people into the office. Yeah. Unlike some other companies, what um, what's been some of the stuff that you've been watching the last couple of months that you've liked? Well, you know, I'm glad you watched P Valley. That's a really great show. I was watching it week to week. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> the use of the music. Like, yes. Stripper anthems all throughout. I need that playlist. I the I think we were like two songs in while watching the first episode, and I'm like, I'm gonna need to find this P Valley playlist. They got, yeah, they got I'm one. Fine. They got I, one because it's so good. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't gotta you search for nothing. Like, okay. right? Oh God, I knew it. I was like, somebody either they made it or somebody did. Like a fan. Man, it's it's it, that was really a surprising show. Like I knew I was gonna be into it when I saw like the clips for like the previews. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you're making a show about strippers. Uh, where do you, where do I sign up quicker? Like, how do I get the, <laughs> like, Is there a newsletter? Let me know. Yeah, yo, I'm, with it. I'm a part of this. You know what they say? I love them strippers. I love them strippers. That's what, that's what Titty Boy told me. I, I, me too. Let me sign up. I'm part of that club. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this show was good. And, um, I watched Betty as well when it was yeah. on. Yeah. Um, you should check out Skate Kitchen if you didn't get a chance. That's it's like, like the original, like yeah. the one shot of it. It's or yes, it's like <laughs> the movie because the characters are a little bit different when you get to Betty. Some okay. characters are the okay. same, but they interact differently. Interesting. And like, yeah. So in the Skate Kitchen, it's about the focal character is a uh, the white looking Latina girl with the glasses who's kind of like their friend of me. Oh yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So the mm-hmm. movie is about her, that's so and like how she gets into skating. Because this, is, you know, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm into research, so I was like, that's like a real group of friends. Like they're not even like actors. Like oh, they really seems, made that. Like it seems like they're 
like they did casting off the street. Like they seem like real skater girls, yeah. um, which it's is really group. dope. It's all based off of like their friend group or skater group. I love and it. And like some like woman found out about them, like producer or whatever, director. Oh, okay. Like, Yo. Oh, we could turn this into like a thing. And it I love she, it. She helps them turn it into a story, and then they made a movie. Then they got a show, and it's just like, like they really be outside skating and like looking cute or whatever. Because you know, some <laughs> of them are like, you know, really androgynous, and some of them are like mm-hmm. girly, girly. But they all be skating, mm-hmm. so like they all still skate. And you look at like the Instagrams, they all hanging out from before and during it, and like and I just got more. Now they're getting a check for being themselves, and that sounds kind of cool. <laughs> But I, I like that show. Uh, Lovecraft Country is great. Oh yes, yeah, uh, yeah. I it's I enjoy it, but there are always like things in an episode where I'm like, mm, I wish that didn't happen, or that pacing was a lot. Um, <laughs> but overall, I really like, especially the last episode, what focused on um, the Hippolyta. what's her name, Hippolyta. Yeah, yeah, that was that was amazing and timed perfectly for what I needed. <laughs> As a black woman in America, yeah, um, they, they these last couple upon weeks, that. they stumbled yeah. into it like they didn't know things was gonna get that <laughs> tough that week. And I was no, like, I, I watched it early, so I was like, yeah, black women are gonna really like this episode. Okay. It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's some. It's like it's all. It's like a bunch of stuff on, but also nothing on at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing a lot of stuff that was that already finished. Yeah. Um, Lovecraft Country is the only one that's going on now, but that's probably going to be over soon. Yeah, you got like a couple more weeks. You got like three more weeks this weekend mm-hmm. and then two more after that. And, you know, HBO's going to put something else on. Um, of course. <laughs> they got this other show called um, Show Me Who You Are, which is about like these kids who grew up on a, on a military base. Is that the one with Kid Cudi? Yes, that's the one where he plays a dad. And I was like, yo. Oh, my God, a military base. This is for me. And I was like, yo, he may, like, he's old enough to play, like, the dad. father of a teenager. Oh, my gosh. Wild. No. <laughs> I'm no. like, oh, no. Like, what does that mean about me? <laughs> like, millennials. That means you guys are becoming adult adults. Jesus Christ. I was like, wow. too. So oh, like I play watching that. Me too. Like really happy for him. Like he's in Bill and Ted three. It is awesome because he's just like himself. Oh, he is. Oh, yes. I haven't seen Bill and Ted yet. I want to check it out. It's funny because like their daughters know who he is, and they're like, "Oh, well, they Bill and Ted don't don't really." They're like, "Oh yeah, cool, cool, bro, yeah." But like other people, are like who's that? I was like, "That's Kid Cudi," and I was just hoping it's like, "Will they bust out the Cudi homes Yo, to save the universe?" Oh my- <laughs> That's what save twenty twenty. We just need him humming, like. <laughs> I like man, but I was I was so there's there's been a lot of cool things and, um, I don't read as comics as fast as I used to, so I'm really behind on like all American comics. Uh, you know, since you know, by the time people read this, like I have my first short story out for DC. Yeah, so I spent a lot of time. That's amazing. I spent a lot of time working on that. Um, I gotta buy that now. I'm buying DC now, thanks to Robin. She broke my boycott. Hey, so, hey! Only the homies. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I can get get other people to buy them. You know, I boycott their their competition. You know, 
Oh I, yeah, I, 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 beef, <laughs> I, I beef with the other side. So Marvel, they 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 chilling over there. I'll I'll wait till Robin starts to write for them, then I'll yeah. <laughs> then I'll yeah. buy something yeah, or uh, draw for them. I'm trying to be like, you know, Tupac when he joined Death Row, you know, trying to hate on all the other labels. <laughs> I'm tr- truly, that's honestly where I'm at. Like, I, I don't care. Give me the, all the smoke. I don't. <laughs> exactly. Nah, I truly don't care. <laughs> so, like, uh, but I've been reading a lot of, you know, I've still been reading my manga each, my manga each week, and uh, My Hero Academia has been really getting really amazing. I am so, I'm criminally behind on oh. My Hero. You gonna cry? I'll tell people that. Really, I've cr- I've sobbed before reading Yo, the manga. Anybody I know that have cried from My Hero Academia, I'm telling y'all. Say so once y'all catch up, y'all gonna break out in tears. So there's gonna be parts. Like, Let it's, me catch up. It's too just. Yo, I'm nervous. I'm worried. Last week, last week, yo, when it becomes an anime, people gonna oh. be. They gonna have angry reaction videos. That's how sad they're gonna be. Met. They, they're oh. Oh my gosh! I'm, but it was oh, fire, of fire. Course. He's working on another level right now. He's really working. okay. That's good. I'm <laughs> glad. <laughs> I was like, I was uh, a bit bored with the the do with the mask that battle, or um, they all got masks. The not the gentleman. The one before before with the um the plague mask. Mm. The, the one. Oh yeah, I like I like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. The battle was just like really long for me. Um, I didn't care about most of the chapters um, that they had, but I liked when they were back in school. Um, but then I just fell off. Yeah. I just, yeah, just straight up fell off. <laughs> ramp up after that because then they, they spend time with like the bad guys, and you learn all you learn the history of like the bad guy characters, the people part of the the villain mm-hmm. the villain association and. Oh, and I liked the other villains, like the OG villains, more than the newer ones. Yeah. I think that's what it was too. But I knew they were gone. It was just like not as interested in that arc. But um, I still love my pure boy deeply, even though Vince Staples thinks he's a punk. Which... Yeah, yeah. A lot of people. A lot of... <laughs> <laughs> What's that mean? He's not dynamic. Of a he's not dynamic. Like Deku doesn't. No, he isn't. He doesn't. He he's a reactionary hero character because he's mm-hmm. such a good. He's such a good boy. Like, like he's not go hard. Like Bakugo is with the shits a thousand percent, all times. <laughs> um, you know, there's other characters that are really with it. Red Riot, he be getting like, yo, I I'm love gonna him. Fight. He's um, like a low key fave. Like, he's, he, <laughs> I love because he's so like he's like um. Was not toxic masculinity is yeah. like positive masculinity. Yeah. Like it's great. It's great. I love it. So like I get, I get, but I think pe- things are going to change for for Deku haters. I think things are oh. going to change. Good. I'll, I'll 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 like get notifications on Vince's Twitter see if he changed his mind. We'll see once they. You know, <laughs> most likely he's a he's a he's an anime watcher. I don't know if he's really about that. Yeah, that's true. Jump life every... yeah. yeah, that yeah. might be a Megan Megan situation. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Megan would probably read manga. Oh, I think if you if you introduce her manga, she'll 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 fall into it, and then you'll just she get random texts or DMs yeah. like, "Yo, why didn't you tell me?" I was like, uh. 
She sees that that type. Like, yo. She will probably be like the type to read scans too. Yeah. Like, I can't wait. Like, like yo, I. I, I she would not read. wait. She would go for the this this shitty scanlation. Yeah. He's like, yo, that was wrong. That was a wrong translation. <laughs> I've been there. Like, yeah. Yo, you know what? What do you? What do you? We, we talked about this online, but what are your feelings on the on the Megan situation this summer? Like, fuck Tory Lanes. Period. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I don't. It's just. It's one of those like surprise, like uh, disappointed but not surprised things of how much people hate black women. Like the fact that he released an album and it went like number one and apple was just like really you can't just like go on hit, uh genius and read the lyrics instead like yeah <laughs> you have like to why put pay? me in this man's yeah. pocket um it's really wild like he's it's really wild how he's just like hella villainous right now <laughs> like the the lies that he's trying to do and his team and it's just he is he is scum and I support. I, I mean, I love Megan. Like, I've been loved Megan, and now it's just like, well, just gonna gotta play her a bit more, put some more coins in her pocket, even if it's like a fraction of a penny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was weird for me to see that people openly like question what happened when mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when even when we didn't get official confirmation from her. Yeah, it was eighty five percent like. Like if anybody who watched enough Law and Order or just read anything about detectives is like, yeah, he he shot her. Like I didn't, it was I didn't even need her to say nothing. Like I could put the whole yeah. thing together. Like mm-hmm. I was like, and what bothered me when his album came out wasn't like yeah, that's trash that he did it. But I I I don't expect much from him. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm going through my, you know, Instagram stories. You know, I follow some people I don't know. You know, I'm like many other many other single men out there. I follow women who are attractive to me that I don't know at all. Follow the IG hotties. Yeah, you know, you we, we crazy the visual algorithm. The, the amount of women I saw sharing, like, screenshots of his album, like, Two things have made me unattracted to women this summer. Being <laughs> outside without like a mask, mask? on and, like yeah. just just live, having your like summer hot girl summer and toy lane screen caps. I'm like, yo, but he shot homegirl in the feet, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like Yosemite Sam or something. Like I, I, I don't understand. Like how did it was like I, that too with I Chris Brown for me like yeah. ten years ago. I, I had, R. Kelly, like, there's a lot of black women who still cape for these men. It's, it's, there are so many black women who are, like, who support patriarchy just as much as men do. Uphold that shit. Like, they're just a part of it as well. Um, fuck them too. <laughs> just yeah, like, yeah, oh, just... Also, is he even that good to be caping for? Like, really? Yeah, I don't. I can, I can never hear another Tory Lane song in my life and that would be completely fine. I can't even probably name three. Yeah, I had like I've had a couple on my playlist in the past, but like only one of them had nothing to do with someone else's song. Like for real, like Chick's tape like... was just him. Re- like the last one was just him remixing 
other people's songs and he had those people on the song. So I'm like, oh, you got Snoop on the beautiful thing you doing on like or the or T Pain. I'm like, I'm I'm here for T Pain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just you know sometimes I think out loud and 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 I'm glad you're able to, you know. Yeah, fuck that. Like, ask you these questions. When it comes to like, like misogyny and violence against women, those are hard lines that I draw. Like, just mm -mm, fuck them. Like, XX Tentacion or whatever. Like, fuck him. Uh, Fuck them all. Fuck Kodak Black. Like, fuck Drake? Question mark. Because there's just so much like speculation, some of his grooming stuff, but I think some is proven. So. Like, it's just, fuck all, like, there's just, being a woman who loves hip-hop is so difficult. It's really just picking and choosing, like, what misogyny I can deal with, and yeah. if, and if the bars are at least hot, and the production's good, like, that's, yeah, that's what it is, yo. We got, yo, so many dope-ass, like, female rappers out here, Megan, Rico, oh, I just saw the Rihanna, uh, the Fenty Savage show, or Savage Fenty, yeah. whatever yeah, I know a lot of people that shit that. was fire. Like, I was just stunned that I was watching a fashion show because it was just like performances, like dancing, uh, these huge choreographed numbers, uh, performances by different people. She had Bad Bunny up in there. I was very happy about that. Um, <laughs> it's just, it was good. It was very good. I have to, I have to check it out. I like how she's, she's completely transitioned into something yeah. bigger. Like no, like I'll put out music whenever I really feel like y'all gonna accept it. And I'm just like, hey, yo, if 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 the if the women are happy with the with the lingerie and the makeup, let them be happy. Yeah, she's <laughs> you got all these different creative outlets that she could use. Like, do that shit, build your empire, girl. Make this money. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I'm, I didn't watch the last one, but I think I'll give it a shot just so I'm not, you know, behind. You know, I like to be kind of current. I don't think I saw the last. Was it? Maybe I did. I can't remember. I did watch that Guava Island though. I did too. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. That was cute. I'm, I'm looking forward to when when Donald gets gets to put yeah. out new visual uh, material because I think like on the low he's he's gonna be a problem in his forties. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. really understand like he's like his growth is wild. <laughs> The 10 a years is absurd. I can't even imagine what, what he's going to be giving us. Like, in, in music, in, in film, in television, in what, who knows? Some new shit. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, like, he's he's very, he's one of the few, like, famous people that, like, I want to actually chop it up with. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people say, oh, I want to meet them. I was like, nah, they look kind of boring. <laughs> but, like, Donald Glover, I want to chop it up with, because I know the conversation would be interesting. Yeah, I still want to meet Kanye West, but because I got questions. <laughs> I think we all got questions. I got questions and I got answers because he's saying some stuff like, "Why is this?" And it's like, "Well, do you want me to explain it to you or not?" <laughs> he, he don't. No, he doesn't want the explanation. Yeah, it's um, been real hard dealing with like Kanye because. I feel like he is the first artist that I was a huge fan of from the beginning mm-hmm. or like as close to the beginning as closer than probably other artists. Well, I don't know. That's not even, yeah, probably the one that I'm the biggest fan of um, for so long. And so 
and he's so talented, but like what he's doing now is really wild. But then there's also the bipolar disorder and I don't understand a lot of it. So it's like, what is an ass? What is him being an asshole? And what is the bipolar disorder? And like, how much grace should I give? And just kind of going through all of that while still really loving his music. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's been interesting a journey as a Kanye fan. I think a lot of people are going through this because he's such a huge artist. And he still works with really good people. Like mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend earlier this week and I was like, cause there's this new docu-series on, I think Netflix about like music or songs. And like one of the episodes has Todd dollar sign on it. And I'm, oh. like, I'm going to watch it because yes. yo, that's my guy. I he love makes that. The sweetest sounding ratchet music. I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. And like, like if Kanye has a new song out, and ties on it. I'm listening because <laughs> he putting that sauce on us. It's like, yo, you know them them harmonies is gonna be killing it. Like, you know it. <laughs> it was like, like I can't so sweet. Oh. I was like, oh, but it's like it's high dollar. <laughs> 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 hey, that's where I get I get caught up there. It's like, oh, like and and, and also I guess you know what to to trail back a little bit. Like I've literally seen more people defend Tory Lanes than Kanye West and I know what Kanye West is doing is problematic and it's it, it, but he hasn't like he hasn't committed a critical, a he critical sh- act like, he hasn't shot like, anybody in the foot that we know of like he hasn't like done like violence against a person or, yeah. or or like like done anything sexual harm against anybody he's just like he's a dumb rich guy but yeah <laughs> like, yeah like so it's like ah I could be mad at him but Yo, that's that's where I always sit with the last couple of years is that like, yo, mm-hmm. people cape. I've seen more people cape for people who don't have mental issues yep. and and public issues that we all know that he that his wife got to come out and say like, hey, he is not on his meds. We are working <laughs> through this, it and fine. it's like, but like Chris Brown ain't got no mental issues. He just terrible. Like Tory Lanez ain't got no mental issues. He's just shot Megan like. R. <laughs> Kelly is just a, a, a monster pedophile person, like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I always, I always sit with that. That's I'm always thinking about this. Like, I don't, I don't get people, and it makes me like stay in the house more. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Someone help me out. And then I get all cynical, and you guys send me chats, and I know I give really weird cynical <laughs> answers, and I'm like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> like. I like yeah I think I just I I've been better at letting things go um I like this week yo was so challenging especially the debates I was just angry like all week and it just seemed like everybody was trying me and I just (laughs) had to like take a deep breath and let it go I'm like I'm already too like wound up let me not go off on this person um or spend more energy because the energy that it just takes to to function (laughs) to to keep my anger like keep the lid on the anger is enough like I was feeling like uh Hippolyta in that in the warrior scene just wanting to cut everybody up just like kill motherfuckers um not literally but like the anger that I had was just like it was a lot um and the stuff I see on Twitter is just like, 
<sighs> deep breath. Keep it, keep it moving. Try to find a funny meme to laugh at. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter is. I know a lot of people say Facebook is terrible. Facebook is this. Yo, I almost feel like it's a lot easier for me to uh, cultivate Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. And the dialogue sometimes, even even though you might be dialoguing with somebody who you really disagree with, always is straight out and out, like to use a, a term stupid yo it's different than twitter twitter just mm-hmm. become like a savage beast of like hell. it's so much more of a like public like type of forum like it's a lot easier to, for people to find your tweets who don't know you yeah um yeah i that new feature with the like don't people can't reply if you don't follow them was they should have implemented that shit a long time ago yeah like like 10 years ago like a lot they 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 could have done it (laughs) but they didn't they don't care they don't really protect people who are getting harassed out here on twitter they don't um have are are you how you are your profile is your profile right now public or is it Mm -hmm. it's public i don't actually get a lot of harassment but i also don't tweet a lot like i don't know i don't I don't be in discourses like that, <laughs> to be quite yeah, honest. Yeah. I'll do a cute retweet and stuff, but a lot of the times I'll see stuff and I'll just like, yeah, I agree with that favorite retweet, but I don't think what I have to say will add anything unique to the situation. So, and I could get more like trolls in my mentions. So I just keep it moving, basically. Um, but yeah, I haven't gotten too much. Sometimes I'll get some weird shit, and I'm just like, I just ignore, I block, I just block. I don't give any energy. Mm-mm. I do. I do think about this now. It's like when this comic comes out on Tuesday, when more people mm-hmm. look me up, and will I have to go private or not? Because them um, comic gators, yo. You know, well, just yeah. Even period, even people who might not be like super serious comic, they might like love swamp things. The fanboys. Yeah, they just mm-hmm. like just ask questions. It's like, yo, like I don't, I don't, I don't really want this. So, <laughs> yeah, like I was like, yo, when will I hit the private button? Like, when is that? Going yeah, to happen? <laughs> we're thinking of like turning that on when it comes out, or I, yeah, yeah. I thought about it. We'll see. We'll see what that first day is like. Um, like I'm not with it because I don't want to like actually have to change up how I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm feel writing like a corporate comic. Yeah. Like, I say nigga too often. I ain't trying to <laughs> stop saying nigga. Same. <laughs> I'm like, yo. I was like, yo, rappers get to say that shit all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yo. Yeah. Black actors, when they have certain age, they still say it. Like, I'm trying to <laughs> let me live. <laughs> I um, I made, like, a, the other Twitter account, which is, like, a very small group of mutuals only, mm-hmm. uh, just so I could complain about being sick all the time and talk about smoking weed um <laughs> basically is what i do there maybe throw some shade but honestly because i'll if i tweet publicly about being in pain i get so many like oh have you tried this oh have you mm-hmm. tried that and it's like uh yeah i've been living with this shit for years and i know people mean well but a lot of the times it just makes me feel like they think i don't know what i'm doing or it's just unsolicited advice advice is just like I did not want you to reply to me. I did not want any. I just wanted to tweet this out. <laughs> just tweet yeah. through it. I don't want to have a conversation. 
Um, and I don't want your advice, especially if it's some real basic that have you tried ice packs? Like nigga, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but there is that other feature. Also, I just don't, I don't tweet a lot. Some like sometimes I'll just go through moments where I don't tweet and it's just, but I'm always in pain. So mm-hmm. I want my whole feed to just be like a sob story of chronic pain. That's not fun. I wouldn't want to follow that, but yeah. I'm like my friends. They like my real friends. They can know this and just be aware. I don't know. Sitting digital pats on the back. And, Basically, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like um, I want to end up on uh. So I know. So how is is digital con season going for you? Since I know oh you're panelists on things, but it's different because now everything is Zoom calls. Yeah, it's that. You know, because I I've been working remote for a while, I'm pretty used to just like Zoom life. Um, but I don't know. It's been it sucks because I just don't have the opportunity. Like that's where I make a lot of money is at conferences. Um, so Black Josie Press sales are not going to be as good as last year. I wasn't going to be all over the country this year like I was last year, but still, like I wanted to do local stuff. And, um, and I was going to go to England and do, well, actually, no, um, the London Convention, um, Comic-Con, was it LCAF? Um, they did not accept my application, so um, that's that. Neither did SPX, um, so I got feelings. But um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I it's just been a couple panels that I've been on and just trying to get some sales online, especially since... Wash Day will not be sold once it's fall 2021. So you better get your comment because I'm not making I'm not making uh, new reprints. It's limited <laughs> like Supreme Drop. Uh oh. Yeah, yo, what you see in the shop? There's literally like less than 40. So Glad I got get mine. it now. Get your your exclusive. <laughs> put that, that in the case. It. I gotta put mine in the case. <laughs> that first print. Um, but yeah, it's. It's been cool to uh, watch, like, as an attendee. Like, I did, like, the SPX panels that they had, and, and I've, um, and Neil from Radiator Comics has been doing some dope stuff with Nuts and Bolts, um, just, like, comic-focused um, panels. So I really liked the, I hope what happens is that we do more digital um, panels, like, maybe cons do them, um, like, if next year is a bit a bit like of a wash like they they continue that i think it's really dope i do wonder though how the sales go with some of these online conventions like the storefronts that they have um i hope that that folks are still like making some some decent money there because i know it's hitting a lot of independent creators hard um and next year is still going to be a bit a bit bumpy so but I've been the the Zoom calls are fine with me as long as my cats don't come up in there and start turning my computer off. And so, hey. <laughs> Sage, is, Sage is a mess. Like all my coworkers, like they all know him. He sent an email before because he stepped on my computer. Like <laughs> I had to reply, like, "Oh, I'm sorry, that was my cat." Like here's the rest of my message. <laughs> You do know that now that like if you ever want to make like a really little kids children book, you got your characters. 
I do. Not your cat. No, honestly, their their personalities are so funny. Like Sapphire is this like kind of weirdo, like princess maybe like goth girl because she'd be looking like real spooky like she'd just be standing in corners like staring in mirrors and stuff like she's a weirdo and sage is a goofball like complete like goofy boy getting into trouble um and they have kept me and jamar sane during <laughs> this pandemic that is a hundred percent for sure that's what's, that's awesome <laughs> like my ig is just like cats like oh yeah. i just that's it. There's nothing else in this house. <laughs> you and the cats. Just me and the cats. Like, look, they're doing something cool. Like, this is the entertainment that I have all day, every day. <laughs> Life of a writer, 2020. <laughs> oh, man. But I know you have to go, so I want to say thank you for coming back on. Thank you for having me. Thank for, thanks for your patience. That's uh, <laughs> like, no, all right good. <laughs> you out here hustling. You know, I'm not. I'm trying. I'm not one of them super duper famous podcasters, you know. I don't, you know, they got a lot of money in podcasting now. They got to have commercials and and ad sharing deals. Squarespace and, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Casper, what all the the, the regulars? <laughs> yeah, Spotify buying you out or whatever the heck happens. Shoot, I hope you get some some of this podcast money. I want to get all the money, but uh, for real, yeah. But thanks again. I'm, People know you. I'm still gonna put up, put your links in the show notes, but you could tell people again if if you want to be want to be. Yeah, famous. sure. It's my name uh, everywhere. So Jamila Browser, J A M I L A R O W S E R. So that's dot com, Twitter, and Instagram, and then Black Jose Press, um, and on Twitter, Instagram dot com. There you go. Thanks again, and congratulations again. And you know, thank going, you. We'll, we'll do another one uh, around the time the book is about to come out, and hopefully, I'll be able to get Robin on too. And yes, oh, that'd be so much fun. Oh my god, we'll definitely talk about hip hop too, because we, me and her, love Migos and like trap music a lot. So yeah, who knows what rap music is going to be by then? Who knows? No, be right? Oh my gosh. 